big shit, big for five, yeah? I suppose the rest of them are hiding someplace and they're all going to jump out and shout, boo, boo! Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl, in the podcast. Uh, we're talking about um, a new Who episode today called The Curse of the Black Spot. I am Ken. Jeff. Leah. And the Curse of the Black Spot, before we get into it, any Doctor Who news, there was the reveal of the costume. For the Doctor and the Companion. What, mm. do, we, what do we say about those? I, oh, liked I, liked, I liked it. You did? Yeah. I liked, I liked his outfit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really sharp. I thought it looked great on him. I thought it was, you the know, easiest, more subdued the, than usual, but I liked it a lot. The easiest thing to buy as a cosplayer is the freaking orange fluorescent shirt. You can go go to Walmart and got, get a whole bunch of those for like five bucks. <laughs> five for five bucks. It was, <laughs> well, it was kind of a brightish, okay, a bright orange shirt. Yeah, it was so, orange, but yeah. it looks I like an it, orange. it looks very autumn or or um sweet potato Halloween, color. Halloween like <laughs> sweet potato color. So, but I liked it. I did too. And I have a theory that his rings this is this is probably stupid, but when you're doped up on painkillers and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking his rings is the sonic screwdriver. Oh, I hope not. Oh, this is Russell T. Davis, and that's something stupid he would come up with. Okay. I mean, the rings are going to have some something. Well, if I were you, I would probably reduce your dosage of medication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, her costume was... Normal. Very normal and cutesy. I'm a little concerned that she's going to be in shorts the whole time, but the companion's outfit tends to change yes. yeah they didn't used to <laughs> well i mean not often yeah. Leela's never did yeah especially they get... seem to wear the same thing all the time and tegan and nissa did and adric and yeah, yeah. a lot of that was kind of because they're cheap stupid <laughs> yeah. well yeah cheap but um i like the shoes he had on those are kind of neat mm-hmm. nice nice looking shoes yeah, he looked very um, dapper. Dapper, yes, dapper. Well, if there's any other Doctor Who news, I know we had a uh, um, the woman from um, oh, from the War Games passed away. Who was uh, the, the director who passed away a couple of years ago? His wife. Oh, uh, Sher- Sherwin. Yeah, um, yeah. I had forgotten that they were married. Um, she she was a guest star in the War Games episode. All ten episodes. I think she was in all ten. Yeah. I think she was friends with Fraser Hines too. Well, Fraser Hines yeah, is friends with almost everybody. <laughs> she was really good. I mean, and then um, Chris Wait, ba- Chris yeah. Boucher passed away. Oh he yeah, was that's a right. Producer. Um, There's a writer, Robots of Death. I'm sorry, yeah. And I forgot the other one he did. Uh, Invisible Enemy. Image maybe? of Fendel. An image of Fendel. I just watched that today, this morning. It oh, really? On, it was on Plex. Oh, okay. I, I, I love that episode. And he was a script editor for Blake 7, the entire series. And he yeah, wrote a whole, tons of those episodes uh, from season like two to four. He, he did a lot of the episodes. For Blake 7? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and and the big the big news about that is and this is kind of sad is there's no writers for doctor who from the 60s or 70s alive that's it that's, he was he was the last he was one the last one of the 60s oh. and 70s which is just so well sad it is sad um shirley coward um passed away she was a woman responsible for creating the first regeneration effect in doctor who oh yeah i I saw that she was a vision mixer and she was the one who who kind of put that all together and she was 88 years old so i did not know that that's pretty cool and um yeah so there's a picture here of uh, Millie Gibson in the original outfit when she was announced. I, I prefer that outfit, but anyways, let's just be. Why? Because ha- the the side is is. Well, yeah. Good. There's a there's a little bit of. Uh... <laughs> anyways, let's not get into that right now. Um, quickly, uh, anyone watching anything interesting? I finally finished Andor. Okay. I thought it was pretty good. I I enjoyed it. I mean, it was what twelve episodes along, but yeah, I enjoyed it. 12. Kind of a bummer that Andy Circus's character didn't know how to swim, but oh well. Um, yeah, I thought it was the best made Star Wars show. Uh, I mean, I might, might, I might like Mandalorian a little bit better, but it was really, really good. I'm curious to know what happens when it, the next season. Mm-hmm. I think there's only two seasons, twenty four episodes for the whole thing. I finished watching 1899 on uh, Netflix. That is a <laughs> you're like, what the hell's going on? And I, I couldn't even. I'm not. I can't even say anything because there's spoilers, and it just. I'm like, what is going on? It's really weird, but it's really well produced. What about you, Julia? Um, I haven't really been watching anything science fictiony. I watched, um, rewatched Happy Valley because. The new season, I think it's the last season, is coming out. If you haven't seen Happy Valley, it's amazing. Sarah Lancashire is in it, who played Miss Foster in the Adipose mm-hmm. uh, episode. Uh, she's a cop. And James Norton, who played, who's been in a ton of things, but he was also in Grantchester, and he played a vicar in Grantchester, and he plays an absolutely horrible, horrible person in this. It's it's a great. It's great. The show is great. How many seasons has it gone? It's only two seasons, and the third season's coming out. Uh, I think on January first. That's not streaming anywhere. Other. It may be on one of the Amazon extra channels that you have to pay extra money for. Okay. I don't oh, know. Okay. I watched, it. I watched it on the BBC hmm. website. Yeah. <sighs> the um. I, I shared this news already with you guys, but um, the the Nevers is now no longer on HBO Max. But it, I didn't realize this, but I guess they're already they have filmed or already filmed the second half. And I, I'm like, that's news to me. <laughs> so it may pop up somewhere, and um, hopefully we get to see those episodes. But I doubt it. Well, I mean, they they're not going to make it and not show it they'll show it somewhere but whether or not they show it and and people watch it who knows anyways i hope they do yeah such a bummer i really 
I really enjoyed that. Like, <laughs> a lot, you know? Yeah. It was a really good show. I had an inkling something was up because the lead actress was in Worth by Night for the Marvel special, so she was doing other stuff. But Yeah, well, but yeah I mean, it's been a couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm sure they all have moved on, but... Yeah, yeah I, I didn't, don't wait around. I guess in 2021, they were filming with... They had a new um, showrunner or whatever, and... Um, yeah, Jane Espenson, who's, who had done... Had worked with... Um, Joss Whedon for years she did a ton of Buffy stuff um she had taken over yeah but I thought she was off as well Um, Um, maybe I don't remember maybe one of the reasons is hardly anybody watched it and HBO Max said it's not worth it I'm sure that's part of it I think if it had been super popular it would have um you know they would have found somebody else to take over yeah it was also reported that including the six, the remaining six unaired episodes may stream on another platform. It's crafted in a way that it concludes with season 1B, so they probably have like an ending. Mm. Um, I, I don't understand why HBO can't just run it. They're, like, can- they're canceling a lot of stuff on HBO. I think they're also being taken over by Warner Discovery or something like that. So there's like a, they're they're rebranding the HBO Max. Yeah, I noticed that last night because I was watching something else on there. Oh no, it was when I was watching Doctor Who on there. Um, that the uh, they have all this other stuff now. Yeah, National Geographic and yep, you know, it's a lot of different stuff now. Yeah. Um, the new showrunner is Philippa Goslett. Oh, and she was that was announced in January twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. So we're kind of slow on the uptake on that. So I don't know where I'm, I haven't. I don't know who she is. She did a, a screenplay for um, Mary Magdalene, and uh, she worked with a short story with Neil Gaiman or something. So she's been around, I guess, a little bit. Doesn't have much in the Wikipedia. Anyways, um, we'll keep an eye out for that. Yeah, hopefully they do. I mean, I'll rewatch it somehow. I, I I might have to find it and torrent it. Well, I, I'm assuming that when the second season comes out, that the where whatever platform it's on Netflix or something, that it'll its first season will be on it too. Yeah, hopefully. Although sometimes they sometimes they split them. Like I know with Vera, it may not still be like this, but with the show Vera, like the first two seasons were on BritBox, and then. The mm. next five seasons or th- four seasons were on Acorn, and then the, the next, the rest of them went back on Britbox. I was like, "What is that?" Oh, that happened with the Poirot stuff. Yeah, they were missing three seasons, and eventually Acorn's rights ran out, and Britbox snagged them. Oh, good. Yeah. But, but it went, it went series one, two, three, four, five, up to six, and then seven, eight, and nine were missing. Than like the last two, it's got to be about contracts and rights and stuff because I think they, these companies, they would say, okay, we got this show, and something like Acorn, which is probably not a big heavy hitter in the in the in the um, industry, 
can purchase one of those seasons and takes it and goes, ha, 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 ha. And then the bigger ones like BritBox or, or Amazon or whatever, they only have the remaining because – and then once the light rights ran out on Acorn, then it will revert back to wherever it wants to go. But right, that happens a lot. It happens within – there's episodes – like when I was watching Young Sheldon, there were episodes missing. When I was catching up with that show, it would go episode five, six, and then the next one would be 11. And like where are those missing episodes? So it's kind of weird. Paramount, they, they re, they're all on Paramount Plus. I know that. Yes, but initially they were coming out on HBO Max on a, on a repeat basis, and some of those episodes were missing. Oh. But anyways. Okay, so let's get into Curse of the Black Spot. This is by Steve Thompson, the, the writer. Is the, he's the writer of the, sh- of the episode. Mm-hmm. Pirates. Pirates. Yeah, pirates. Not <laughs> they're not too good pirates either. They're kind of like. I mean, the premise is interesting. I like. I it it could have been better, but you know, they these pirates are becalmed, and anytime anybody gets a cut, this this siren appears and takes or it kills. It looks like they've been killed because yeah. all that's left is like their hat or their sword or something. Yeah, they poof uh, poof in a cloud of smoke type. Yeah, poofs them away. And, you know, the Doctor and Amy and Rory show up and try to figure out what's going on. So Amy is a better pirate than all the other pirates. She holds them off and everything and does really well so. against them. So um, that's great to know. <laughs> um, of course, back then they were probably not as healthy, so maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Plus, fit. <laughs> they, they didn't look all that fit. Well, Amy was fought against Thanos, so I mean, I guess. Um, <laughs> there you go. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you're right. The concept is pretty simple. I mean, it's and pretty good. That the setup of it. Um, if you get one wound, um, this thing comes out, and I'm going to mention Stephen Moffat because there's a big connection here. Um. And I think it's one of the main reasons why I had problems with this episode is because this is basically a retelling of the empty child. It's someone gets hurt. It's oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. The, the, the siren is the, a doctor, and it's it tries to fix people. And at the end, they even say, "Oh wow, he, he this kid is this guy's son," and he's and once it learns that, it knows to let. You know, whatever happened, happened, or whatever. Um, it's a lot like Empty Child. Yeah, you're right. It is. You're right. I didn't even put that because together. the nanobites were doctors. They're trying to. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to fix people. So, it's a neat concept, but it's it's been done before. <laughs> well, it was done much better too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. a lot better. <laughs> Sorry. But, but it wasn't bad. Um, you, you know, I, I think they did pretty good with the special effects. I think they did pretty good with the concept. Uh, it did have a level of tension, which we haven't seen in, in three years on the show. Right. Sorry. Sorry, I had to jab that out there. Um, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I was watching this going, oh, this isn't as bad as I remember. Mm. And then I was, I thought, am I just, did I really just hate the Chibnall seasons so much 
that I am remembering this as being good because <laughs> I really remember like not like thinking this was just like the goofiest episode. Yep. It was kind of goofy. Like the whole plank thing and walk the plank. I'm like, wow, you're going to have a walk the plank that soon, huh? And yeah. it just, I don't know. The, the thing that killed me was the pirates. He walks in the TARDIS and he doesn't really like, oh, it's like, oh, it's a ship. It's a ship. I'm like, mm. you're what, 1700s, whatever. And you're, you walk into this thing and you're not phased. And then at the end, he, the pirate, magically figures out how to fly a spaceship right, from space right. and i'm just like seriously yeah it's like that that there's was a, just like so stupid there's a lot of jumps in logic on that um and when you have and i'm not going to get global here but when you have a 45 minute episode you got to fit a lot in there and so characters in the classic series who may spend one minute trying to figure out why the TARDIS is so big on the in the 45 minute episode you can't do that it has to be like boom oh wow it's bigger don't worry about it and then go move on mm. um so but there's you know the pirate didn't have a reaction to that they learned this um they ex they're one minute they're trying to get them off the ship by walking the plank and the next second they're accepting them um Which I thought was a bit of a jump. Yeah, they. I I just it was unfortunate because you know Hugh Bonneville is in this episode. And he's from that. And he's from Downton Abbey. Yeah. And he's you know I wouldn't say he's Shakespearean actor, but he certainly gets a lot of work. And. That's the captain, right? Yes, yeah. that's the yeah, captain. Okay. And he's yeah. been in a lot of other things. And he's got a good range. I mean, he's done sitcoms and serious things. And, you know, he's played a whole range of people. Um, it just wasn't, he wasn't a very convincing pirate. No. And I think it was the writing. I don't think it was the. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was him. That's yeah, a kind of a bland story overall. Mm. I but mean, it's, this it's paint by numbers type of thing. So the thing that killed me was that this siren girl who who can heal you but if to heal you you couldn't leave the ship so like with rory he was drowning but he was perfectly fine the ship but they had to take him off the ship to cure him like do the cpr on him to get him to get but, going so at the end they were all strapped to this these life supports and so yeah they, and had the a, they had a let got the uh uh, what's that disease he had? That sickness. He couldn't be cured. He's still. He's the only one that's walking around the ship with a tube in his, his neck. Yeah, because he had typhoid fever. Yeah, and I'm just well, like, well, if they returned him to the regular time period, he would have died. So yeah. the now could the doctor have cured him? Well, don't you think the <laughs> the 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 ship doctor was that what she was supposed to do was to cure them and not just I don't know. I mean, because uh, some of these people just had little scratches on their hand, or <laughs> one guy burnt his hand with matches. That's true. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, you're yeah. cured. That guy has like, a scratch on his hand. I guess he has to be connected to a life support. <laughs> I was just like, I, I don't know. 
Well, and the thing is that typhoid fever now can be cured with antibiotics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's very rarely that you get it. Why can't she cure him? Do they know. not have antibiotics in the future? I mean, well, I, just, I, well, just sent a, I just sent a text to the author to see if he gets back to us. On well, that. the aliens on the ship died from a common cold, so apparently they don't have, you know, uh, antibiotics or something. Well, antibiotics don't cure the common cold, but they do cure typhoid fever. Yeah. I don't know. I that's one of those big questions that was not answered properly. And then he another problem I had was not moving water wasn't, you know, she was able to come out because it was like a like mirror and then they figured out glass and all that. Yeah. But when we originally see her, she comes out of the ocean. The ocean is never resting water, it's always moving. Right. Because when she came out of the water bucket, the the water was still. So you can mm-hmm. see a reflection, but in the ocean, it's always moving. Yeah. So how does that concept work there? Did the, the ocean all of a sudden just stay still? And it was like, there's always waves in the ocean. It's always moving. Yeah. Yet another thing that is not really explained very well. So even though we kind of like this one a little bit better. The more we're thinking about it, the more we're like, well, may- maybe not. Maybe it is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just there, there's a lot of uh, things that they expect you to just like seriously suspend disbelief. And I can only do that so far. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the typhoid fever was the too far for me. And then how long was that kid hiding on the ship? Yeah, right? I know. How did they not discover him? That ship was not that big. Well, um, this is one of those examples where we should go out and get t-shirts that say, I'm confused. Yeah. Because um, that's what um, the doctor says at some point. I'm confused. It's a big club. We should get t-shirts. It's a throwaway story for this storyline arc, but it's because it comes after... What was those st- stupid ones called? Day of the Year, the Moon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, the stupid moon ones. The one with the silence. Yeah, the impossible. Yeah, the possible asteroid. The end of the so this one comes after the curse. Yeah, so it's kind of like a throwaway one where it's kind of like, eh, it's not part of the main story arc. But here you go. Well, let's throw it away then. I should have. Impossible astronaut. This is the second episode of the season, right? Technically third. Uh, third. Oh, yeah, yeah, Day of the Moon. Okay. Um, the other thing about this, maybe that's an, oh, the, the stupid pirate woman shows up in the wall, okay. I, 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 you know, which I didn't, you know, that was stupid. That That's part of the main plot line in that. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Made it worse. Yeah. Um, I think um, the cast is okay in this. Um, they they did what they could with it, and I think um, I, I'm very critical of some of um, um, oh, who's who's, no, who's Amy? Uh, uh, Karen. Karen Gillan. I'm, I'm, I'm very critical of some of her acting in a couple of the these seasons, um, but she was okay in this, I guess. Um, 
you know, they, they did fine, but it was. Is this written by Chibnall? No, sorry. <laughs> so, not necessarily a very good one. Was it better than the Sea Devil Pirate story? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that puts it in better perspective. So the guy who wrote this has written some big shows, you know. He wrote three episodes of Sherlock. Hmm. He, he wrote um, Vienna Blood, which was a great series. I really liked that series. Um, and a show called Jericho. I don't know what that's about, but... So if um, you're a good writer and you go to Doctor Who... I know, it, it seems to suck all the life and fun out of you. Jericho TV series. Um, yeah, so I, I did watch this. I know it sounded familiar. It was... Um, That's the one with the nuclear uh, bomb thing. and Yeah, but now I'm... I'm, I'm yeah, uh, Skeet Urich was in it. And... Um, well, I mean, I, I guess that's the big the big character i mean in what jericho no that's a different jericho <laughs> oh this, this is the jericho that was set in in oh, oh okay it's, it's okay here's the british one got it <laughs> but it's the same is it the same concept no i guess not no well, they're building a viaduct a crime drama okay david yeah. troughton's in this in the in it um Robert Jessica Rain from Call the Midwife. Um, okay. Lorraine Ashbourne, who's been in a ton of stuff. Jericho, and was in the United States, it was called Jericho of Scotland Yard on PBS Mystery. Got it. Okay. <laughs> oh, so there's another show with almost the same name? Well, that's what they called it in America when they released it. They just added the Scotland Yard thing. Yeah, because it probably came out the same time as the other one. Oh. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, anyways. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We'll start a podcast about Jericho and go into more detail. <laughs> um, yeah, so this one, not that, not necessarily that good, but um, yeah, not good. <laughs> no, not good. Trying to, I try to support it in any way I can, but whatever we kind of did that so anything else on this one no okay thanks for listening <laughs>